Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. We're back here on the first team for our first scouting report episode of the Edge Class. I'm Joe Delion, joined by Ryan Roberts. And today we're going to be breaking down Jared Verse from Florida State and Dallas Turner of the University of Alabama. Ryan, it's kind of funny to pick these guys to compare the two because one was a highly recruited kid who hasn't necessarily put it all together just yet, but the other was an under-recruited kid who played at an FCS program for a couple of years before transitioning to Florida State. And it feels like he is ready to go and play in the NFL. We're obviously going to do a little bit more of a deep dive, but it's 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 kind of interesting to see that difference in paths for these two guys, how they ended up where they are. Yeah, I mean, they are – I mean, if we're just talking about the the – recruiting side of things i mean you're right joe mm. i mean we're talking about a kid in dallas dallas turner who was a high four five-star caliber type of player and then we're talking about jared verse who we'll get into the background but he was a zero star going to albany and was more of a high school tight end than he was a defensive player right so mm. very different there's no doubt and stylistically they're pretty far apart as well i mean which is kind of weird because they actually have similar size i mean versus listed at 6'4 248 and turner's listed at 6'4 242 but they are polar opposites as far as their style as players but it's gonna be an intriguing one man because i think that this is a great podcast for you know the cliche that's always like you know if um if you can play we'll find you type of thing the <laughs> NFL. and it's very cliche but in this yeah. case they did find Jared Verse, like they did find him. So, I mean, there is some validity to that conversation. Yeah, I'm glad we found Jared Verse, Ryan, because like I got to say, as we're going to get into this, I was so freaking juiced up watching Jared Verse. He is one of the most dominant edge rushers I've watched. I know I haven't been in the scouting game for long enough, but yeah, the tape that he put out on LSU and then also Syracuse is some of the best tape that I've seen from an edge rusher ever. And yes. if you don't know what I'm talking about, please go go on YouTube, pull up the highlights, watch what he does against LSU because my man was causing problems every single down. Now what I'm referring to in that sense, the guy is stupid strong. He's twitchy. He is flexible. He's got great acceleration. But what he does to opposing offensive linemen is violent. He yeah. is popping dudes back and good offensive lineman for that matter, which leads him to being a not a crazy productive player, but one who I think in the NFL is going to be very, very productive. Well, I mean, he's got a fascinating background. Like I said, he's a Pennsylvania guy originally. He is a player that was a zero star. Joe, Joe you want to hear his his fantastic high school stats as a senior on defense? Mm-hmm. Sure. He had 14 tackles as a senior in high school playing defense. That's it? Yeah, dude, he didn't play defense in high school, man. He was more of a tight end. It didn't make any dang sense, but that's that's kind of how he was used in high school. And, I mean, then he goes to Albany. They have the redshirt season in 2020 where I don't even know. Did Albany even play football that year? I think most FCS did not play football in 2020, uh, right? So, like, did he, they even play? Maybe didn't even play. I'm not sure, though. No. Yeah, I don't think he did. 
But then he has the 2021 season where he's double-digit tackles for loss, double-digit sacks, domination, and then he transitions obviously to Florida State. And, I mean, one, you heard in the the, – the greatest clip ever was 2021. It was against Syracuse when he was with Albany. And he had that one play where Sean Tucker went for a touchdown, but he nearly hawked him down from the backside. And if you remember Sean Tucker, mm. Sean Tucker could run a little bit, man. Like he was injured during the draft process, but he was probably going to be a four, four something athlete if he would have been able to test. And the, and verse just hawked him down from the sideline and almost made a tackle like about four yards downfield. This kid is a stupid athlete, man. Like explosive wise, he's got good length to him. But that explosion and that ability to create power and momentum is just rare stuff. I mean, I remember last year, you want to hear how how high I was on verse early, Joe? I watched one game. I watched the Florida State game, first game of the season, mm-hmm. right after it happened. I went back to old 22 and watched it, and I recommended it to an agent, and I told my buddy he's going to be a first-round pick whenever he chooses to come out. Like That's how certain I was of it. That game against Florida State last year was I mean, sorry, against LSU, LSU. excuse me, Florida State against LSU. After that game, I was just like, that is the most silly game I've ever seen in my life. Like, it really was. That was one of the best games I have ever seen of a defensive end on the college level. It was – and he was playing against decently talented offensive tackles. I mean, I think Will Will Campbell and Emory Jones ended up making like freshman All-American last year, didn't they? At least one of them. Like, they're not bad players. And they just took – he took those kids to the woodshed, man. Like, it was no contest. The ability for him to overwhelm at the point of attack, both as a run stopper and pass rusher, slippery rusher, no one can counteract him at the at the top of his track, man. And, like, he's not the bendiest guy of all time. I think it's solid flexibility, though. But his explosiveness, his ability to create speed to power, Absolutely bonkers. So, yes, just turn on the LSU game last year against Florida State, and you will see why Jared Verse is going to be a very highly drafted player this year. Yeah, the the big thing for me is the is the power that he brings to the position. He's also somebody who has very active, strong hands. I, I, I think that it's not a one-to-one comp, but a lot of the stuff that we talked about with Will Anderson last cycle, you, you can make some comparisons in the sense where – He's not huge. This isn't a guy who is 270 pounds and he's a power-based rusher. He's only like 250 and he's still generating the power of guys that are significantly bigger than him. I think what he's able to bring to this position and to very clearly disrupt and also dominate offensive tackles that are much larger than he is, that stuff is scary. That stuff is frightening. That stuff absolutely translates to the next level. And, and look, I, we talked about this with Olu Fashanu. I, I would go as far as to say that I think that Jared Verse, had he declared this past cycle, would have been a top 10 pick. I, I think he probably could have gone over Tyree Wilson had he declared. But that doesn't end up happening. And I, right now, having only watched three of the edge rushers so far before we get to those top five rankings, I don't foresee anyone surpassing him. Like The, the tape is that good that – he is going to be really freaking dangerous throughout this season and then heading into his rookie year. The, the, the guy, it's it's stunning to see how far along he is for a guy that just last season was at Albany and this was his first year at the Power 5 level. I, I'm, st- I'm still a little bit shocked, to be honest, that Florida State 
convinced Jared Verse to go back to school. I really am. Like, I think he was going to be a top 15 pick. I really, I, Joe, looking back at, sorry, I'm, I'm geeking out a little bit over his track stuff when he was in high school. So he was a 22, seven, four, 200 meter runner. And now he plays defensive end. He ran the 100, 200, 400. And he was on the four by 400 relay at track and field, which is just bonkers for a guy that's not playing defensive end on the power five level. It's just nuts. But I really think that this was, Florida State's biggest win as far as returnees. I remember everyone was talking about like Jordan Travis coming back. I'm like, yeah, that's a nice get, you know, getting Jordan Travis back. But convincing Jared Verse enough that like, hey, man, we got a chance to be really good next year. You got to come back and help us become that type of team. What a massive victory. I mean, quite literally, this kid has the inside track to being the first defensive end off the board in 2024 mm-hmm. NFL draft. He has a chance to be considered one of the best defensive ends to come out in a couple of years. Like, I think he has that type of upside. He is a different player than a couple of the guys that we've seen, but I do think that there are just some ridiculous traits to work with, man. The explosiveness. And one thing, this kid's going to test phenomenally oh, yeah. when he comes out, man. Like, he's going to run fast. He's probably going to have some stupid explosive numbers. This kid's a freak show. He's a freak athlete, which is, again, why I'm so – puzzled i really want to go and talk to his high school head coach and be like hey man like was this case like 200 pounds coming out of high school like what, what's the deal with what him being so under recruited it's just bizarre well i part of me wonders what took him so long to playing defense like that's yes. that's one of the weirdest parts for me is like i want to know why we didn't get more of him playing the defensive it's, side of the football when he was in high school. So his his thing says at Central Columbia, Joe, he only played both sides of the ball as a senior. So his senior year, he had more receptions, fifteen, than he did for, than total tackles of fourteen tackles. So don't know why, man, but he was more of an offensive player, at least as a senior, than he was a defensive player. Don't know what we call bad high school coaching. That's uh, just probably or it at that. or maybe he's grown an inch or two and he's gained about forty pounds. I mean. Yeah, I mean, there's different circumstances sometimes. There is. Yeah, I I, don't know, I understand that, but I don't know. I always lean the the side of he was probably better than they thought he was, and they didn't realize it until it was too late. Let's, let's just put it at that. Uh, <laughs> but Jared Verse, we're big fans of Jared Verse yeah. on this program because he is so freaking dominant. Dallas Turner is. Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with underdog fantasy ever since i joined i've been having so much fun there are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting i'm not the biggest basketball fan but it has made it way more entertaining since i found underdog fantasy and my favorite game to play so far which i think you should try out is pick em. it is so easy to play just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night underdog keeps it simple With their easy-to-use website and mobile apps, pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA. 
uh, especially again during the off season, always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's betonline.ag and use promo code believe 50. It's promo code believe 50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. A little bit of a weird page turn from being all geeked up on Jared Verse and then talking about Dallas Turner. So he was a highly recruited kid. Do you have any other background info on him as you usually do on these prospects? I mean, he was a five-star kid out of St. Thomas Aquinas in Fort Lauderdale. For anybody that doesn't follow high school football, I mean, St. Thomas Aquinas is one of the finest schools in the country, consistently put out a lot of talent. He played a lot as a true freshman, Joe. Obviously, that was the Will Anderson mm. year where he had like 17 sacks and 30-plus tackles for loss. But despite that, Dallas Turner was still able to have 10 tackles for loss and eight and a half sacks as a true freshman. So there was a lot of expectations going into his sophomore year. The production did not quite match, obviously, what the expectations were. But obviously, there is some talent there because he was able to go on a really talented Alabama defense over the last two years and get a significant role early on. Mm. So he's been a highly touted kid and he's been, he's been considered a high product, a high talent, a high level talent pretty much everywhere he's been from St. Thomas now to Alabama. Yeah. There was a little bit of a statistical regression as there was with the whole Alabama defense. But the, the thing with Turner and the reason why I set him up the way that I did, he is, very physically gifted. He's got good length. He moves really well in space. I think he's going to be a really good three, four outside linebacker because he moves as well as he does in space. And I think he can cover a little bit, but I just don't get a guy who has the nuance necessary to be consistently productive right now. And I think that's why we even saw a drop off in his production. He is one of those dudes to me who just screams like I, I'm used to using my my traits to win and I haven't had to rely on technique to win reps. It's a lot of bull rushes, a lot of long arms that don't really result in tackles for losses or sacks like you would like for that to happen. I'm not saying he's not going to get there. I'm high on him because I think that he will get there because the traits are fantastic. But the technical side of things, I think he's a very raw football player who needs to figure out and makes take some steps forward before he can become, um, I think, maybe what he's being hyped up to be right now. I mean, he's not a football player right now. He's an athlete playing football, and he's a very good athlete playing football. Craziest stat, mm-hmm. Joe, crazy stat. Senior year at St. Thomas Aquinas, he only had 36 total tackles. Guess how many of them were tackles for loss out of 36? 20. 25, dude. 25 tackles Damn. out of 36 <laughs> were for loss, and he had 13 sacks which is just kind of speaking to the athleticism and the playmaking ability that he potentially does have. I'll say this about Dallas. I think that his speed rush is very impressive. When he comes from a wide alignment, I think that he can run around an outside track and be able to run. Yeah. Like He has really flexible lower half. I think that he can turn to run the corner. That's fantastic. I think his hands absolutely suck. Like, they suck. He doesn't yes. understand how to use his hands. Like, there's literally a couple plays I highlighted. I think it was – let me pull it up because I actually, actually pulled the clips on these because I thought they were pretty good examples of just his raw traits that he had. So, he was working against Texas A&M last year. It was one of his best games. Mm-hmm. So, Texas A&M, there was literally two sacks within probably four or five plays where he literally just ran around the track – 
the offensive tackle wasn't able to get hands on, and he ran around him with his hands down by his side. He didn't even put his hands up to be able to try to defeat the block. <laughs> like he just ran around him. I'm like, uh, that is both impressive and not translatable to the next level. It's not translatable. It's awesome that yeah. he's incredibly explosive. It's great. It's good that he has length. It's good that he has pursuit speed. He has all the athleticism that you need to be very good, but not a single pass rush roof in his arsenal, and he doesn't know what he's doing with his hands. Just doesn't know it. I am excited for the positive. I am excited to see if they move him more into the Will Anderson role in this defense because last year he was playing more as that big Sam that's going to play on the line of scrimmage, but it's also going to drop into coverage a ton and do all that type of stuff, right? Because he can drop into coverage. He actually looks pretty good dropping into coverage. He's pretty smooth. Yeah. But I would like to see him in the Will Anderson role where they actually let him attack the quarterback more consistently because that's going to force him to develop those pass rush moves. It's going to force him to develop his hands. I would love to see him in a different role in this defense because I know he can do the stuff where he drops in the coverage. And I actually thought he was an okay run defender. I didn't think he was terrible as a run defender. I thought he got extension. I thought he got off of blocks okay. There's a solid baseline as a run defender, in my opinion. But as a pass rusher, that's where he's going to make his money long-term. That's what his traits say that he can be. Right now, he is just an athlete playing football. Tremendous upside, but man, he has no idea what he's doing. And if he was in the NFL right now, he would be a very unproductive football player on the NFL level because he just would not know how to attack offensive tackles consistently. Like, yeah, if you give him an outside track, he can take you. But we know that in the NFL, there's a lot of good offensive tackles that won't just let him get an outside track. They're going to make him get contacted at the, at the top of the arc. And I'm just not sure that he's able to understand of how to defeat a block right now. Right. My, my biggest thing for when I'm not like out on a prospect, but like where I have pause for not being super bullish on a prospect yep. for an edge rusher is when they don't know how to disengage and they don't disengage at all or consistently. And I just, the, 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 the big thing that you hit the nail on the head there is that athletically, He's got every tool in the toolbox to be a 10-plus sack guy, and he almost got there as a true freshman. Yeah, But his inability to know how to disengage and to even attempt to disengage is a bit concerning. That is something that can get worked on. He's playing on a, a team that has a really good defensive coaching staff. I'm sure he's going to figure it out. He very well could figure it out by the time he reaches the NFL. It's just all that hand usage stuff. That's important to play defensive end. And or outside linebacker. Without it, it's hard to get bought in. I, I ended up grading him as a top 100 player. I, I don't really understand the hype for him as a top 20 player. And I really question, yeah. as like, uh, we're, we're ass hats, or sorry, not assets, we're assholes on this show. <laughs> I, I'm going to be completely honest. If you think that this guy is a top 20 draft pick in this upcoming season, I really question what you're looking at. I, I, I think that there is projection. And then there's projection that is just going a little bit too far in the summer. Because yeah. I think that I look at someone and I say, if he cleans up these one or two things, he could potentially be a massive riser. Like he really could. Dallas mm-hmm. Turner, there's a lot of things that need to improve. <laughs> there's a lot, man. Like if it was just, hey, man, he's got good hands, but he really just needs to understand pass rush moves and that pass rush moves to the arsenal, I'd be like, okay, I could work with that. Or vice versa. If it's like, yeah, he's got some pass rush moves, but his hands are just super consistent, I could fix that in off offseason. I'm not sure you can fix both in an offseason. So I feel like this kid's just going to be a toolsy kid yeah. that's going to be a day two player. 
because there is definite upside, but is he just Caleb on chase on? Like, that's what I look like with a kid like this, Joe. And that's a player that like, I feel like some people missed it uh, coming out of LSU with Caleb on chase on. Cause he was a gifted athlete, man. Gifted can move into space, do all that type of stuff, but he didn't know how to rush the passer. He didn't know how to rush it. And I feel like that's what we're looking for with Dallas Turner. So I'm not going to be bullish on this kid yet. I, I put a late two, early three on him because I think that the upside is tremendous, but he's just an athlete playing football right now. He's not a football player. Like that's just kind of the, the point blank and baseline for me is that there is upside, but I need to see tremendous growth. And honestly, I need to see tremendous growth this year, or I would advise him to go back to school. I don't think this kid should be a early enrollee if he doesn't take a massive jump. I really don't because I think that there's – much more upside than what he showed in 2022. 2023 is a big year for him. I hope he takes that jump, but I was just, yeah, I was I was a little let down on this film, to be honest. Even the game against Texas A&M, I'm like, I went to that game because he had the most production he had all season. That was probably his best game, right? And I watched it, and I'm just like, even the wins he's having, I'm just like, that's not incredibly translatable. Like, it's not. That's just you being a great yeah. athlete against some not great athletes on the college level. Like, there's just a lot of room for improvement for him. I, I will say what's possible is kind of like the Nolan Smith track where, like, Nolan Smith wasn't super productive but was really explosive. Another guy that was really highly recruited. But, and he, but he was an Nolan ass Smith. kicker in the run game. Nolan Smith was an ass kicker yes. in the run game. Yeah, and he was he would have gone a lot higher had he not gotten hurt, I believe. Yeah. So what I'm saying here is I think that he could go at the back end of the first round, early second, if things Possible. go according to plan and he improves. Yeah. That's that's kind of what the trajectory I see as realistic for Dallas Turner. That's gonna be it from us at Joe DeLeo and at Rising Draft. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back with more. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.